everybody welcome back to the 10 after 7 podcast on youtube we're on episode 27 and today we kind of have a lot to talk about i'm going to talk about my concern about major league baseball currently i'm going to talk about the nba bubble some strip club chicken wings that's been the talk lou williams shout out to you i think i'm going to have your back on this one so let's start with the mlb let's get right into it today on july 28th tuesday we're about four games into the season, and I'm not optimistic that the MLB is going to survive. And there's a lot of reasons for it. Let's go back to when this all started. When sports got canceled, Rob Manfred, the shittiest commissioner, commissioner of MLB, came out and he was the first one to say, hey, we're going to do a bubble. We're going to have our teams play in Arizona and Florida, stay in hotels, Stay locked down for three months. That was the first time we heard about the bubble, MLB. And now you look at it, the NBA has gone forward with the bubble. The MLS has gone forward with the bubble. The WNBA is in a bubble in Florida. MLB, no. They kind of took a left turn when it came to the bubble. Because they were in labor negotiations. While all these other sports were figuring out the safety and protocols, the MLB was in labor negotiations, and that's what stalled the entire thing. The forefront of the conversation was how much money these players were going to get paid, how long the season was going to be. Everything but safety and protocols was at the forefront of the conversation. So what did they have? When they finally agreed to a 60-game season, they had, what, two weeks to decide what they were going to do? And they said, you know what, 60-game season teams are going to play in their home ballparks and regional games versus AL East opponents playing NL East opponents. Yeah, whatever. We're going forward. Turns out, probably not the best decision. Because over the weekend, opening weekend of the season, the Florida Marlins on Sunday knowingly had three players test positive for COVID-19. And the MLB probably knew this. The news broke early in the morning Sunday. And you know who made the decision about whether or not the Marlins were going to go ahead and play on Sunday? Their team group text message. That's right. The team group text message decided whether or not they wanted to go forward and play this game with three players knowingly testing positive for COVID-19. Where was Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball? Stepping into this and saying, you know what? We probably shouldn't play because there might be an outbreak. So Miguel Rojas, the team captain of the Miami Marlins. I guess he is the voice of reason. Said, yep, we didn't even think about not playing. We're going forward. We wanted to play the game because this is what we do for a living. So they play the game. And then the next day, it turns out 11 players, four staff members tested positive for COVID-19. 14 total. That's an outbreak. So Monday's game, Miami Marlins, Baltimore Orioles canceled. The Orioles actually flew to Miami that day and flew right back because they didn't want anything to do with the Florida Marlins, Miami Marlins, whatever. And then since the Marlins played the Phillies over the weekend, they possibly could have contracted the virus. So the Phillies-Yankee game in Philadelphia canceled. 
Don't even go to the ballpark. Don't even use the visitor's clubhouse. We don't know where this thing is. We have to clean it up. So two games canceled. And then today, Tuesday, Marlins-Orioles game canceled because the Marlins don't have enough players to fill the team right now. And it all starts with Sunday. Rob Manfred could have stepped in and say, hey, three players tested positive. We probably shouldn't play this game because more players might get it. And that's where he fumbled and fucked up for the 10th time this year. This guy's had the worst 2020 of all. Remember when he called the trophy a piece of metal? The trophy that all these players came back for this 60-game season to compete for? Just a piece of metal to him. It's also called the commissioner's trophy. Rob Manfred is not the guy for this job. He's incompetent. We've known that since the beginning. I've been on this podcast, I don't know, 15 episodes ago, saying the commissioner we need to follow is Adam Silver, and the NBA seems to be doing it right. No positive tests coming out of the NBA bubble. NHL bubble, zero positive tests. I haven't even heard of one. They're getting ready to get started on August 1st. But for some reason, baseball didn't decide whether or not to be in a bubble because they were too focused on other things. And you know what? I don't think the the players need some blame too because they didn't want to be in a bubble. They didn't want to be locked down for three months in Arizona or Florida and compete for this shortened season. And while they were arguing, they missed the point of what should have been the key factor in returning to the season, and that's safety protocols. And we knew this. We should have known this was going to happen. It's the only sport not in a bubble. And for opening weekend it to happen, and right now they're talking about the Marlins possibly not playing a 60-game season. They'll have them play 57 and 56 days, and that's if these tests that they're currently taking come back with a good result. They're talking about possibly holding the Marlins out until next Monday. They were supposed to finish 60 games in 66 days. They're already behind the eight ball. And this is just one team. Who knows? This could happen next week. This could happen tomorrow. This could happen today anywhere because they have these games spread out across the country. Staying in hotels. They're being in contact with people they don't know. This isn't a bubble. They're free to do what they want. It's kind of like the circle of trust. Yeah, you won't go out to eat. Yeah, you won't go to this bar after the games. When someone broke that circle of trust, and on Sunday when three players tested positive, they needed to, they needed to trace back to where this possibly could have came from. And instead, they went forward with the game. The Phillies, a lot of them wore masks that day, but who knows if any of them are positive. And they can't even play the game right now because they were playing against the Marlins. That's four teams out of baseball that couldn't play yesterday. And Rob Manfred, this is absolutely that dude's fault. He can't be trusted. He fumbled once. He's fumbling again. Even hearing his interviews. I don't know how anyone could trust this guy at this point. He's spewing nonsense. David Price had a tweet yesterday saying, see, this is why I opted out this Major League Baseball. They don't care about the players' health and safety. 
They don't, because if they did, they would have stepped in on Sunday and said, we're not playing this game because a possible outbreak can occur. And that's exactly what happened. How amateur does it have to be to literally let the players decide through their group text message whether or not they want to play when we're dealing with a global pandemic? This isn't a group text to decide if they want to play after a tragic a tragedy happened. This is serious. This can be passed on from player to player. And Rob Manfred, I hope this dude steps down because he's hurting the sport. Because if this sport has to shut down, I don't even know if it gets to next Sunday. I'm down right now. I'm not optimistic at all. And am I upset that the Dodgers might have split a series? An unacceptable split with the Giants. Yeah, I'm not happy about it. But if baseball gets brought to me, a little tease that we had over the weekend, because I loved it, every bit of it. All I did was have games on my laptop four at a time and had a Dodger game on my TV. I was so fired up for the season to come back. And if they take it away from me like that, it's going to hurt. That's blue ball city right there. And Rob Manfred, he should get all the blame. If there's anyone that's going to get the finger pointed at them, it's Rob Manfred. And you know this is an anti-Rob Manfred podcast. It has been since day one, and it will continue to be as long as that dude is the commissioner of my favorite sport. Clean it up. I don't know what's going to happen. There's games happening still. But how many games the Miami Marlins play? Up in the air. Also up in the air is if Phillies, if any of the Phillies have tested positive. Tough to see. So that's where I'm at with Major League Baseball. I'm hoping that it goes forward. But at this point, who the hell knows? Who really knows? Rob Manfred sure as hell doesn't. So we'll jump to the NBA bubble. So over the weekend, there's been a couple of players in the NBA that get excused absences to leave the bubble for what they're calling family matters. I think there was three Clippers. Patrick Beverly, Montrez Harrell, and Lou Williams, the most recent, had an excuse absent to leave the bubble for a family member funeral. And the deal is, if it's an excused absence, and depending on the event, how many people are there, where you're going, you could come back and quarantine for only four days. But if it's even more than that, if it's a big event, say Alex Caruso, he had to debate whether or he had to decide whether or not he was going to attend his sister's wedding. And that was over 100 people attending. So there was no excuse absence there. It was no matter what, you're going to quarantine for 10 days. You don't get the four days. There's too many people there. We don't want you coming back inside the bubble. You need to quarantine for the max 10 days. So he decided not to go to his sister's wedding. Lou Williams' funeral, I get it, have to be there, most of them. He decided to go. But the tricky part is, Lou Williams was seen at Magic City, a gentleman's club in Atlanta, Georgia. And right there, it's tricky. Once you hear gentleman's club, right away, people call Lou Williams careless, irresponsible. And it turns out he just went for wings. 
takeout food. This guy is on record saying that's his favorite restaurant in the world. The rapper Jack Harlow took a picture of him. He was in a mask. The mask they provided at the NBA bubble. So it was a current picture taken. Picture was deleted. And Jack Harlow came out and said, yes, that picture, uh, it was an old one. I was just reminiscing. I missed the guy. That doesn't add up. That does not add up for me. I'm reminiscing because I missed the guy. I don't know if these guys are best buddies. Jack Harlow's kind of the good hot rapper out there right now. Has one of the best songs, I think. What's popping? Phenomenal. Uh, so yeah, that was his excuse. Reminiscing, I miss him. Lou Williams, he said, I went, just went there for takeout. I got their wings. I think there's wings actually at Magic City named after Lou Williams. And that right there, that backs him up a little bit too. He must go there pretty frequently for the food if they name wings after him. So the NBA, they laid it down. They said, that's unacceptable. You broke the rules. 10-day quarantine. Now the big discussion is, is he getting punished because this place was a strip club? What if he just went to a wing stop? What if he went to the grocery store? Would he have the same punishment because he didn't just go for the funeral? He went out and was around people that he had no idea who they were. Probably too many people. And I think his name is getting dragged through the mud because it was a gentleman's club. But Magic City came to the rescue. Magic City Gentlemen's Club tweeted out a photo of the wings, the catfish, and the fries order that apparently is the go-to there. And it looks absolutely delicious. I'm not a frequent goer to strip clubs. I maybe only been to two or three in my life. Never have ordered food at one. Didn't think that was the spot that you ordered food at. Didn't think they had five course meals, but this one looks amazing. And after seeing the photo, I think he's got a point. I truly believe Lou Williams went there to get takeout food. And going to a strip club to get takeout food, it's tough to defend. But Magic City, I salute them for sending out this tweet because I think a lot of people are taking back what they initially said about Lou Williams. Careless, irresponsible. No, you're not careless and irresponsible. Irresponsible. You just want good fucking wings and delicious looking fries. And that's why he went there. But the NBA laid it down anyways. 10-day quarantine. He's going to miss two games. That's two game checks. I think that adds up to $172,000. If Jack Harlow doesn't take that picture, Lou probably gets out of it. And it's a shame that today's age, any other era, Lou's able to do what he wants. But man, that was the first... It's actually just hilarious because this was the talk when this NBA bubble opened. Are these guys going to be able to stay in the bubble? Are they going to invite people outside of the bubble? I forgot the name they called it. Something LA. LA something. And it's when you fly girls from LA to wherever you're staying. And we already had one incident where a girl, female tweeted that she already had been invited to the bubble. And there was a couple players that followed her. I think Montrez Harrell. So these players might be up to something. And Kendrick Perkins and Lou Williams are kind of going at it on Twitter right now because Kendrick came out and tweeted that 
It's crazy to think that a rookie in Zion Williamson is more mature than an NBA vet, Lou Williams. Lou Williams did not take kindly to that. Came out and said, hey, 15 years in the league, this is the only dirt you have on me going out and getting takeout wings. I was at a funeral. Respect. That's why I left. Can't wait to get back with my teammates. He's going to miss two games. It's the seeding games. Clippers are already in the playoffs. Home court advantage really doesn't matter because they're in Orlando. And NBA kicks off on Thursday. Lakers, Clippers, and Pelicans. I know Zion's on the slate. Don't know who they play. I'm excited for the NBA, though. That was just a funny story that came out about Lou Williams. And even me. I'll admit, at first I was like, dude, come on. Doc Rivers, Clippers in contention to possibly win the NBA championship. They're probably one of the three favorites to do so. And you go out and do this. But if you're going to do it, do it during the seeding games. Because getting an excused absence during the playoff series, I think these guys are just getting it out of the way now. Because after those eight regular season games, that's when the playoffs begin. And that's when these guys are going to have to lock down and compete for that championship. But man, MLS, I talked about it, I think, on two different podcasts about two weeks ago. I think they're in the round of 16, and I stopped watching. Predictably so, I stopped watching once Major League Baseball came back. Should I talk about the Dodgers? I kind of touched on it a little bit. Unacceptable split, especially after Thursday and Friday when I came out saying the Giants are possibly the worst field in Major League Baseball team in history. And on Saturday, the Dodgers forgot how to run the bases, ran into four or five outs, lost five to four. Will Smith, again, didn't start over Austin Barnes, comes in to pinch hit in the ninth. What does he do? Hit a home run? I don't know. Maybe play him every day. And then Sunday just got awful. Did they even have an extra base hit? Guys flying out, 3-1 count, swinging away, flying out, hitting the ball straight into the dirt. It's awful. You cannot split a series to the Giants. And that's why I'm so excited for baseball to be back because I'm getting upset already. And that's what I missed. That's what I truly missed. Not baseball itself, but getting mad that the Dodgers cannot hit with the bases loaded. Getting mad that on first base, Jock Peterson on a shallow fly ball to center goes more than halfway to second base, waits for the ball to get caught, and gets doubled up at first. I don't know if they're behind the eight ball. I guess I give them the benefit of the doubt. They were off for a long time. They had to rev it up in two weeks to get ready for this thing. But my God, clean it up. That's just bad baseball. But today, Dodgers, Astros, this is what we've been waiting for. And you know who's on the mound? It's his birthday, Walker Bueller's on the bump for the Dodgers against the Houston Astros in Houston tonight. And if I were to decide who I'd want to tow the rubber in this specific game, it's that guy. The dude who pumps 98 mile per hour fastballs into the zone, can put it anywhere he wants. Hopefully, one of them goes into the back of Alex Bregman or Jose Altuve. Or Carlos Correa, take your pick. Sportsnet LA Twitter account today said Dodger fans, to get revenge tonight, do you knock down every hitter until you get ejected? Do you hit just one guy or do you just go out to win the baseball game? 
And more than 60% of the people that voted on that poll voted throw at him until you get ejected. I know that's us fans talking. I personally voted just throw at one guy. Let it be known. Hopefully the first hitter of the game. No better statement than taking 98 to the back if you're George Springer. Then, hey, we're here and you better watch out because this is going to happen a couple of times today. And we're not going to forget 2017. I know the players are saying the right things. They're saying they're going to go forward. They're just out there to win baseball games. And it goes a lot deeper than that. A lot of people were affected. Me being a Clayton Kershaw stan, I still talk about it when I'm defending Kershaw. He was robbed in 2017. If game five, they're not stealing signs, he probably gets a win, second win of the series, goes on to win World Series MVP, and the entire narrative about that guy and his career is altered now. That would have cleaned up anything you would have said past performances that Clayton Kershaw had in the postseason if he went out 2-0, won the World Series MVP. We're not just talking about the greatest pitcher in regular season history. We're talking about one of the greatest pitchers ever. He got that monkey completely off his back if that game five isn't completely robbed from him. Because these guys, he threw, what, 50-something breaking balls and the Astros somehow knew every single time it didn't swing and miss at one. That stat still blows my fucking mind. So if Walker Bueller, he wasn't on the 2017 team, but those dudes that are with him in the clubhouse, Justin Turner, Cody Bellinger, especially Clayton Kershaw, Kenley Jansen, I think Walker Bueller is going to have those guys in the back of his mind, and he might knock someone down. And I hope he does. Nothing gets me going like a baseball brawl, and I know they're supposed to socially distance, they're probably trying to ban all together benches clearing brawls. But today, I think they could get away with it. And maybe the Astros take it because they know they were in the wrong. They're expecting it. And they've been hit already by other teams. But now it's personal. The one team you truly affected and robbed and changed the narrative of many careers. This is where you're going to pay. Two games. Walker Bueller throws tonight. Dustin May tomorrow. Those dudes, Dustin May hits 100 miles per hour on the gun. He wasn't a part of that team. But if you want to earn respect as a young pup on the Dodgers, this is where you earn it. You hit Altuve in the back. You hit Bregman in the back. It's going to happen. One of these two dudes. Bueller's already got the respect. He probably just wants to embarrass these guys, which he probably will, with his filthy slider. And Dustin May, same thing. But I think Dustin May, I think he wants to earn that respect. And he's going to earn it. So that's it for today's episode 27 of the podcast. I want to thank you guys all for listening. I know I jump on here and spew. But I think that's what I have to do when I'm very passionate about subjects, especially Major League Baseball. Especially... Robert Manfrod, the worst commissioner in all of sports, maybe the history of sports, and the NBA bubble. I'm stoked for the NBA to come back. I think that's going to go full steam ahead. I don't think they're going to have any hiccups there. Baseball, they should have figured it out from the get-go. Instead, 
They argued over money and safety was put on the back burner and now they're paying for it. And hopefully the worst case scenario does not happen and we continue to get our favorite teams on our TV and get pissed off when they leave runners stranded. You can follow me on Twitter at 10 after seven or on the Instagram at 10 underscore after underscore seven. I'll be back later this week with another podcast. I'm out. Woo. Go Dodgers. We'll be right back.